Welcome to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty Podcast with your hosts, Andrew Amore and Frank Sicalese. Welcome back to the Fantasy Addicts Dynasty podcast. I'm really excited to be back at here on the pod. We've got, as always, Charlene and Joel joining me. No Andrew this week, sadly, but uh, it's good to have you two boys on. How are you doing today, Joel? Uh, yeah, not bad, Frank. Uh, lovely to be here and hear your voice again. It's been a long time, um, but yeah, happy to be back with the listeners. Oh, so good to be back. Uh, it's been a, a while, especially... I missed uh, the Burjo episode, and that was a great one. I was very, I was pretty sad about that, but I'm glad I'm glad to be back. It's been too long. Someone's been really busy. Uh, he's he's got a life or something outside of fantasy football. Uh, this Frank guy, so I don't know what's going on there. No, 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 no. Fantasy is still my life. I just had a lot going on. I've been when I've been away for a bit, which has been nice. But um, it's really good to be back on here. We're gonna get stuck straight into some of the news. Um, in comparison to the rest of the off season, bit of a quieter couple of weeks, but still some um, really important news. The main one that's uh, come out over the last couple of weeks is Debo Samuel requesting a trade out of San Francisco. Um, by all reports. Um, pretty wild considering um, apparently, you know, he's supposed to get his extension and trade uh, contract talks seem to be going well. And then all of a sudden they're completely off and it doesn't seem like he's going to be in San Francisco next season. What do we think about that, guys? Yeah, a bit of a weird one, isn't it? It's sort of just come out of nowhere past, um, you know, week or so. But um, I don't know how I like it for Debo's, you know, fantasy value. Um I think, you know, the fact that he could only have like two receptions some games, but then run in a touchdown from 19 yards on a jet sweep or something like that really enhanced his value as a wide receiver one. Um, Whereas I think he's going to be a lot more inconsistent with, um, you know, just wanting to be a what, just wanting to be used as a wide receiver rather than a wide back. But, um, you know, interesting to see if he does actually move and if so, where he does land. Yeah. What do you think, Charlene? Because I think this does hurt his value. I think um, he was, the way he was being used in San Francisco definitely uh, led to a lot of fantasy points. If he was to land somewhere like, I know they say like the Jets have been, you know, really interested in everyone that um, hits the market. But if he was to be there as their, you know, number one wide receiver with Zach Wilson, I don't think the ceiling's anywhere close to what it is in San Fran. No, I definitely don't. Uh, like, um, think his fantasy value is going to go higher at any other place. Like, it's certainly going to go down. And I get what he's saying, like, as a, you know, because, you know, we don't, as fantasy pl- uh, football players, we don't think about, like, the actual player and how they want their career to be and how long they want to play for. But, like, we just want, we just want points. We just want, we just want them to score as much points as possible. And with someone like Debo, like Joel said, he can only have two catches, but he'll have like five rushes for like 80 yards or something like that. That's such a big, that's such a big deal for um, fantasy. 
purposes because he scores so many points in different ways. Uh, and I don't think that he's that great of a wide receiver. I think like all of his intangibles altogether make him a great player and he can do a lot of things. I get why he wants to just be a wide receiver, but I think the perfect place for him to be is on that team because Kyle Shanahan knows exactly how to use him. And I know he doesn't want to be used like that, but if you if someone's going to pay him that the, I, I can't pay him. Like I can't justify paying him as just a wide receiver because and it's hard because you don't pay running backs anyway. So uh, he's in a really difficult situation. I don't know uh, what's going to happen. Uh, hopefully he lands in a place where he can get what he wants. But I don't think uh, if you're a Debo Samuel owner, I, I don't. I'm. I think that wherever he goes is going to hurt him. It's going to be like Tyreek. You know, Tyreek gets traded. He was in the perfect position, perfect place for him. He's still going to be great, but he's just not going to be how good he was in San Fran. At least that's, that's what I think. Yeah, and another wide receiver that's, um, you know, getting a lot of attention in the trade market is potentially Titans wide receiver, AJ Brown. Um, just like Debo, you know, he's taking the team name and photos or whatever it might be off Twitter and Instagram and looking like he's sort of having trouble getting that contract extension he wants. Um, again, lots of teams swirling to try and get um, his services. Joel, AJ Brown owner, I suppose he's kind of one of those wide receivers that he, I think he could be good anywhere, but you know, he's been really good in Tennessee aside from some of the injuries and time that he's missed. Um, I wouldn't want to see him go if I were you, but what do you think? Nah, I would want to see him go just to a more um, pass-heavy offense. Um, I know he's got Rogers. Yeah, I've already got Yeah, baby. Yeah, we love the Packers wide receiver one. Uh, Shout out Sammy Watkins. But (laughs) I don't... I don't know. I just feel like he's already in a place where they don't pass the ball. Like, you know, Ryan Tannehill's fine. He's not exciting. Like there's a lot of places where AJ Brown could go and be better. Um, I don't think he's going to go anywhere though. Like I don't see the Titans. They don't have any other pass catching options. And I don't think, I mean, who are they going to get to replace AJ Brown? Why wouldn't you just pay AJ Brown? Like if you're going to get Debo Samuel or DK Metcalf or whoever's available or available, they're not really available, but they might be. Um, yeah, why wouldn't you just keep what you already have? I feel yeah, like they're not DK as good Metcalf, as him either. Yeah, I feel like DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel. I personally feel like they're all going to stay. Um, but yeah, and I think that all three of those teams would want the player to stay. Um, yeah, just my thoughts. I, th- I think, although to answer your question, I think AJ Brown would be better in another place. Yeah, another wide receiver that's uh, on the move, uh, could be on the move, um, has been made available for trade by the New York Giants is Kadarius Tony, former first-round pick just last season. Um, I don't know whether it's got anything to do with him missing voluntary minicamp. Um, I know he did last season as well, and then he's had two bouts of COVID um, between injuries, things like that. There was already character issues coming out of college. I don't know if that has played into... This announcement, um, they know the new regime there. They might just want to be clearing house of any sort of problematic players. But uh, I think he did show in his limited sample size that he is talented. And I think there would be teams that would be interested. Um, Just don't know how much uh, trade capital they would get back after they spent that first round pick. I doubt they would get that swap back. 
Anyone else have any thoughts about that? Yeah, um, it's a bit of a weird. He's a very weird player. Like he's always had like troubles in in, in college and stuff. That's why his draft capital took a hit. Uh, he, I don't know if anyone's gonna be a willing buyer. He had he, he's got the, you know, he's got the talent there. It's just he's he's just a bit of a weird guy. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, has anyone seen the tattoo gonna... he's got on his back? Oh yeah. Oh, what is it? Awesome. What is it again? He's got his name like Tony, and then he's got number. I think it's what nineteen or something like that on his back, like his full jersey, full tatted. Oh yeah, wow. no. I haven't. No, I haven't seen that. That's it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, he just does stuff like that. So I don't think there's going to be a buyer out there uh, if he is available. Maybe because he's young, but to take a shot on on a guy that's already. You know, a lot of teams didn't even want to draft in the first place. I think it. I think he's probably going to stay. Um, but yeah, I can't. I can't see him going anywhere. Yeah, I want to see him stay because there's no other target competition outside of the corpse of Kenny Golladay. So, I think he's going to get peppered with targets by from Danny Dimes. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. I. I will. I, I think that's what you want him to do. I don't think if you're if like you, if there's any other owners of him out there, like he, that's where you want him to be. You just got to hope that he just gets his stuff together because he can be a good player and he's in a fairly good spot with the competition that he has around him. Uh, unless they draft a wide, another wide receiver, who knows? I don't, I don't know. But yeah, you'd want him to stay. Yeah, and there's just a couple more other bits of news. We had uh, between now and last time we recorded, we had Derek Carr signing a three-year extension in Las Vegas. Doesn't come as too much of a surprise. Um, You know, he probably went from being one of the better quarterbacks in the AFC West to he's probably the worst quarterback in the AFC West. Um, Not really a knock against Derek Carr either. It's just a stacked uh, division right now. And then we've also got Baker Mayfield, who is obviously available for trade. Um, I think the only teams that have really sort of been rumored are Seattle and Carolina. Um, again, they'd probably, they would definitely, Baker Mayfield, you know, with all these limitations, would still be an upgrade to either of those quarterback rooms. It'd just be interesting to see who actually pulls the trigger on Baker Mayfield there. Um, any other last thoughts there before we move on to the main section of our podcast? Uh, just a quick thing, just to go back on the receivers. If you have like a, star receiver i guess like i guess if you want to put like people like scary terry in that kind of uh group of receivers like just be mindful if they're not on a new contract every single wide receiver is looking for a new contract ever since christian kirk got that bag every single one like i was sitting there actually nervous because i thought that they weren't gonna pay digs because the reason he went over this because they, they paid him a lot of money and then he wanted more money. And not only did he want more money, he wanted to be extended. And so it's it's just a bit scary because, like, as good as A.J. Brown is, like, him sitting there and him being like, oh, like, I want this, I want that, to actually say that as a, as a player like him that, you know, he's good, he's, he's one of the, the better wide receivers, but he hasn't actually done that much in, in the league to to be able to do that is kind of scary for me at least because I, I don't know what's to come for the the wide receivers in the future. Like even even um, 
Terry. Like, I, I don't know what's going to go, what's happening with him because I'm hearing rumors that he's he's like refusing to do anything before he gets paid. Um, do you guys do you guys agree with that? Um, like, just being mindful that your wide receiver might just look at his contract and just be like, okay, I'm, I want an extension or trade me or um, before, before anything else. Yeah. I think you, you can't be, you know, too worried. It sort of is what it is. So, you know, while we play the game, it's a sort of a game of percentages and, you know, there's always a risk element to it. I think I would be worried if I was a Terry McLaurin owner, they're so going wide receiver in the first round, Charlene. So uh, I'd be stressed out. No, I, I want them to draft another guy. He's got nothing. Yeah, got, Carson Wentz stops. Can't wait for them to add another weapon. It's oh, going to be yeah, awesome. That's good. <laughs> All right. What, what we will do is we're going to get stuck into the uh, the meat and potatoes of this uh, po- podcast today. Um, we're going to start with – I'll let you guys decide. Do we want to start with the tight ends or do we want to start with the quarterbacks? Quarterbacks are a bit more interesting. If you want to start or finish with those, up to you. What do you think, Joe? Finish with quarterbacks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the way we should run this is I'm going to sort of go through and I'll just go a tier at a time. And then uh, I'll, at any time you guys just jump in. If I've said something completely sacrilegious that uh, you think is blasphemous, jump in, let me know where I'm wrong. Okay. We're going so to start we'll off the tight end position. Time. Yeah, exactly. I want to any words out. Dynasty or redraft? No, nah, dynasty, dynasty ranks. Cool. Oh, oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, exactly. You got to have a bit of foresight here. It's a bit more difficult. All right. For tight ends, I think it was pretty uh, easy for me personally to go our first tier um, all by himself, Kyle Pitts. Um, I think what, from what we saw from him as a rookie, um, although he didn't finish inside the top five tight ends for the season, which can be a knock against him, um, I believe he only caught one touchdown for the entire year. If you add like, let's heard a stat, if you add like three touchdowns to his stat line and give him four, which really isn't many at all. Um, he ends up being, you know, a top four, top five tight end very, very easily. Um, I think he's got the highest, you know, ceiling. He's probably got a ceiling of the likes of Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, all those peak years. I think you've got to have him as number one. Um, anyone disagree with that? No, you're on a roll. Oh, yep. Yeah. I nailed the first one. <laughs> awesome. We are killing it. All right. Um, and then I've got another five players here, all in a very similar tier. Um, there's more just the established names here that you know you're going to get fantasy points. Um, so I've gone with number two, Mark Andrews. Number three, George Kittle. Four, Travis Kelsey. Five, Darren Waller. Then I've gone with a tear break to TJ Hawkinson in his own tier there. Anything stand out there, boys? Uh, nah, I completely agree with that. Nothing, uh, Nothing Mark, hairy? Mark Andrews no, awesome. being two... No, uh, is perfect. Like, make sure he's two, and then yeah, have to get those three. Even though they're old, there's no one even close to that. Yeah, they're that just gonna team. put up yeah. fancy points for you. TJ Hawkinson, not yeah. too low for you, Joel. Yeah, no, like I agree. Like that, he he belongs like in that sort of tier, but you're not gonna get that production until they upgrade at quarterback. So you have to have him like. Yeah, he's Lower sort of he's, he's there. Yeah. You'll you'll hear the next two names, and you've got to go. You can't have Hawkinson with in the same tier as these next two guys I've got. I think you got to have him above that. So the next 100%. two that I've got at seven and eight are Dallas Goddard and Pat Fryermuth. Any thoughts there? That makes sense. Maybe a bit high on Fryermuth, but I would have to hear some names you've got below him. Yeah, I think uh, I've got to wait too. 
All right. And then we've got 9, 10, 11 here in their own tier. So we've got Dalton Schultz, Dawson Knox, and Noah Fant. So I think you got to have Pat Frymuth over those three. Maybe not Dalton Schultz. That was um, difficult for me to split those guys, but I think yeah, that's, Pat's that's above those. who I would want more than the other two names in the tier. Noah Fant for me is a bit high. Um, I feel like he isn't going to produce well unless Seattle significantly upgraded quarterback. And I don't see that happening, you know, within the next two years to build him up. And I feel like you're not going to get like anything from him to uh, have him. The reason why I've got him there is because we sort of finished, saw him finish as like, you know, tight end 10 um, with Drew Locke under center. And then if we look at who he's got throwing him the ball in Seattle, it's Drew Locke under center currently, um, you know, Obviously, they've also got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett out wide, so you'd be taking a lot of targets. But I think that he could finish somewhere in that tight end 10 mark again, um, and he still is quite young. That's probably the only reason I've got him up that high. Um, I've then so got that tier break. Then I've got Mike Gusecki, Hunter Henry, Cole Komet, Zach Ertz, Albert O, and Irv Smith all in the same tier. So that's 12 to 17 right there. Uh, just to go back on the other two tiers. Yeah, I think sorry, I'd put no, Dalton. No, that's all right. I'd put Dalton a bit higher. He's only 25. Um, def- yeah. Damn. All right. That's fair. Um, so I think I, I'd almost, I'd, I'd definitely have him over Pat um, for now, but uh, it's like, it's real nitpicky, but um, I'd almost have him close to tied with, uh, who do you have? Over Pat, Goat. Dallas Goated. That's man. it. Yeah, I probably have him fairly close to him, like almost one A, one B, and then and then pretty much I have no issues with anyone else after that. Yeah, I, I don't completely disagree with that. That's not too bad. Um, I just so think I, the the what the way that they moved everything just to get him back it just speaks volumes. Yeah, I think uh, one John might not like. I had Albert O at 16. Is that too low? I had Cole Komet two spots higher than him. So they're probably, maybe I was a little bit high on Cole Komet. Um, but I've also got Zach Ertz there. He signed that new contract. And if he's going to have Kyler Murray under center, there's no other real competition at tight end. They've you know had a bunch of vacated targets. I think he's going to be productive. Um, not, not too low for him, even though he's no, your boy but... now. Yeah, but Cole Komet is also my boy now. <laughs> Um, real like Joel tier of names going on there. Um, I don't know. I kind of like that tier. Like I think Hunter Henry is, you know, Hunter Henry's a proven, you know, borderline top 12 tight end in the league. And if he plays every game, he's going to catch enough touchdowns to finish there. Um, I don't think he has like the ceiling of a, you know, Cole Komet or maybe even like an Irv Smith or someone who could, you know, really make a leap into that sort of higher tier with more targets and more touchdowns. Um, no, I feel like you've done, you know, you've done all right here. Um, I don't hate any of your things. Like Cole Komet caught zero touchdowns last year and yeah, was, that you, know, you could, yeah, I mean, you could, and, like, I don't know, he was fine. Like, he had a lot of games where he finished with, like, you know, that 60 yards, like six for 60. You have four of those games with six for 60 and a touchdown. Like, you're a great, 
usable tight end. Yeah, you're a tight end. Um, yeah. Did Jimmy Graham saw that? Where did you have Dawson Knox? Dawson Knox, I had him at 10. Yeah, maybe that's a bit low. Like, he, again, he's only 25 and he's going to be tied to Josh Allen for the, you know, foreseeable future. Um, that OJ, sign, OJ Howard signing, I had to drop him down. I had him ahead of Pat Frymuth um, alongside Dallas Goddard. Yeah. So all of these names, I'm take, picking above no offense. Okay, that's, oh, yeah. that's fair enough. Okay. okay. Like I think we just sort of. I think I, what um, I'm doing is I'm listening Dalton to that Schultz. first round draft capital as well. Yeah, I, I'm just not I, personally. I'm not in on, um, not in on fans at all. Yeah, one thing I Wait, so you... alluded to that I really did like is you mentioned that that group of names is a group that you'd rather sort of have if you're not going to be highly invested into that first and second tier tight end that finished with TJ Hawkinson. It's probably that last name. So you've got the likes of Dallas Goddard, Pat Frymuth, Dalton Schultz, Dawson Knox, those names there. If you're trying to pry them away from an owner that has them, it's probably going to be hard to do. I think you're going to be paying upwards of a second round pick, you know, around about a second round pick, at least for those names um, in, you know, a tight end upgrade swap or something like that, where the likes of Gusecki, Henry, Komet, Ertz, Alberto, Irv Smith, they might only cost you a third round pick to acquire those guys. And some of them have just as high ceilings. Um, and then, you know, their flaws are relatively similar. You know, there's not much difference between being the tight end eight and the tight end, you know, 14. In reality, it just is how many times they catch a touchdown. Cause that's the only real time you want to play them is when they score a touchdown. Yeah, pr- pretty much with those names, but you're just going to, you just got to um, buy into the athleticism, the age, and the situation. And that's what's going to get you touchdowns. Like uh, like Jared Cook's done it for so long just because of how, how big athletic he is and the quarterbacks he's played with. He's not that great, but he just catches touchdowns and he's always been a top 10 tight end. That's kind of in this range. That's kind of the best case scenario you want with one of these guys. Or, or you just hope that they're going to break out soon, like a Cole Komet or something like that. Like, Noah Fant has all the intangibles that uh, Jared Cook has almost pretty much. And uh, you just, if he gets like 10 touchdowns one year, he's obviously going to be in the top eight tight ends. That's all that it comes down to with, when you get to this this range. But if you're a young dynasty team like Joel is, and you have a bunch of these guys that you're just sitting there hoping going to break out and actually be like a solid solid tight end for the future these are the guys that you buy into um yeah you just wait for one of them to hit a hundred percent like you because uh, if you're going to go drafting one like this year you're going to be waiting a long time so to just kind of grab someone and just take a shot on him for a third of like 100 percent 10 out of 10 times i'm doing it. Yeah. Um, What I might do is I've got 25 names deep here. I'm just going to reel off the last seven we've got here. So I've got at 18, I've got Tyler Higby, 19, Logan Thomas, 20, Rob Gronkowski. If he comes back and plays football, big if there. 21, David Njoku could be a little low now that he's uh, made that that re-signing. So that could be a little bit low for David Njoku. We've got 22, Brevin Jordan. 
23, Evan Ingram, 24, Janu Smith, and 25, Tommy Tremble. A lot of those names are just really unproven. We're rookies last year. Um, these are really hitting hope. Some of them are probably on your waiver wire as well. So not really are uh, too many interesting names there. Anything else we want to add before we move on to the quarterback position? A bit more interesting, I think. We flew through those, um, but I'm sure there'll be a little bit more discussion about these quarterbacks considering we play in a super um, flex league. Uh, before we move on. Yeah, I, I've got a question. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, you go first, Joel. Okay. Uh, well, a lot of names like you've left on and, and off the list, like, I don't know, I feel like I'd rather, did you, like, include Yuzama or um, Parham? I mean, is Donald Parham, like, alive still? I don't know if he's alive or not. He almost died on. Yeah, they're probably guys I would rather have. Uh, there's pro- they're probably guys I would I rank. Outside of that 25, I'd rather have those names I mentioned. Gronk might just retire in a year. Yeah, but if he I doesn't, mean, he's like a top 10 tight end. For, for one year. Yeah, Mo Ali Cox. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of like weird names going on here. Even like Tommy Tremble. Like, it doesn't really excite me. He was like drafted in the third round, not tied to any quarterback of note. I mean, I guess he's only 21, played a year, but like, I mean, are you really going to rank him above, like, Yuzama and even Austin Hooper? Um, who else What else, Who else didn't you include? Did you have Conklin on there or Hayden Hurst or Moelle Cox? Or no, Those guys are probably outside of my 25. It's, it's, it's fine. That's fine if you disagree, Joel. I'm not uh, saying otherwise. Where was, was Robert Tonyan in that seven-man pack that you had? Robert Tonyan did sign that contract after I made this list. He probably has to slide in somewhere that requires a little bit of work to get him in. Yeah, he does. (laughs) All right. So now we're going to switch over, take it up a notch. Let's talk about the quarterback position. Um, Obviously, we preach that you should be playing in a super flex league. So these quarterback rankings and how you value them is going to be um, incredibly important in those leagues. And I think it's... um, really crucial to figure out where you, you know, where you sit with these guys. Even if you're playing, you know, a pretty casual league, um, you want to figure out who you like better than others so you can make appropriate moves. I'm going to start us off with our T1 quarterbacks. Um, for me, uh, Josh Allen, number one, and two, Patrick Mahomes. So I think after the season we just saw, how dominant Josh Allen was, and then with the departure of Tyreek Hill, I think you have to value them in the same tier, but I think you have Josh Allen just gets a slight edge for me. Do you guys agree with that? Yes, but I don't really want to argue with, you know, these top-end quarterbacks. Just, just pick your guy. They're very um, – you're not going to be disappointed with whoever you pick. Are we, are we saying we're drafting these guys? Like, say we're doing a, a startup dynasty draft. We're saying we're drafting these guys over the next one. Like, I understand these are rankings, but – Yeah, so, so that's, that that's how I'm viewing it, who I would sort of draft. So, obviously, if your team – um, is a contending team or a uh, team that's sort of either tanking or, you know, rebuilding for the future, you're going to value some of these guys um, differently. But I, this is basically yeah. ranked if I'm going into a draft and I'm just doing purely player value, whether I'm, you know, going for a contending team or not, <coughs> basically a sort of clear so kind just, of just, just repeat the names one more time that you just read out. So the two names I read out, Charlie, now focus for me. All right, just take a breath. I'm I'm just Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. All right, there you go. Did we get that? 
Yes. So in uh, <laughs> in the, uh, with your first pick, you're still taking Patrick Mahomes. I did say number one, Josh Allen. Is, is that a tier? I mean, that's the tier. Yeah. Those so, two. Those yeah, two. Yeah, that's sorry. the tier. So Just, you're taking. Um, keep going. Yeah, so you're taking either of these two first of your whoever your first pick is because they're in a, the same tier. Yeah, that's I basically have them back to back in drafts pretty much. I think uh, Josh, okay. I've got I'd take right. Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, okay. I'm just understanding the tiers and the, the rankings and the um, for, for everyone at home. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just telling yeah, these I'm, guys that you know that they're very yeah. similar. You know, it's almost pick your yeah. guy at that point. Charlie, I'm just a bit confused because you missed the quarterback one in your tier. Yeah, that's why. That's that. I'm I'm honestly yeah. Little, what did I say? A confused. Um, well, you you haven't said Justin Herbert yet. That's all. Oh, very funny. Well, you don't have to wait much longer. At number three, I've got Justin Herbert, your boy, Joel, even though you don't own him in our Dynasty League. Can't believe you haven't handed over your entire squad to Dylan for uh, Justin Herbert yet. Figure it out, mate. I think, don't think you can go on another year without having him on your team. Um, very uh, straight after Justin Herbert, I've got at four, I've got Kyler Murray. And then at five, I have Joe Burrow. So I know that I'm going to have Charlie okay, yeah, telling yeah, me yeah, how yeah. Joe Burrow needs to be above Kyler Murray. I'm sorry, Joe Burrow doesn't have the rushing upside Kyler Murray does. I know that there is some uncertainty with his contract. We'll have to wait and see. If that does come to a head, I might need to make changes. Until then, I won't. Okay, so so these, these guys that you've just read out, so Kyler and Joe in the same tier, and then um, Herb's by himself, and then the two you read out first. Well, I've got uh, Herbert in first. the same tier, but it's okay. pretty. I'm confident to say Justin Herbert above those two. Okay, because not I'm the biggest Joey B man in the world, and I'm always gonna say Joey B's better than Herb, but Herb is right. In, in my opinion, he's in that top tier with the two guys you read out first, and then it's Joe, and then Kyler's very far down. But I get your argument. But as very the, far down, he says, compared compared to Joe, they're not in the same. They're not in the same. Uh, yeah, I, I I disagree with that. Just as uh, with if I'm ju- drafting in that spot and I get to pick out of those two guys, you can you can argue with me that hey, Kyler's going to score more points this year, next year, maybe the year after. Who knows? But for their career, Joe is going to have such a like a way longer career than Kyle Murray is, and he's gonna do he's gonna do bigger things. That's just my opinion. Uh, just like just like Herb, like they're they're almost they're almost the same. There, and I'm not gonna argue who's better with those two. But um, yeah, I just think you got Kyle a bit too high. Um, but I, I, with everyone else, I I agree. What do you what do you think? What do you what do you think about Kyle this high job? Yeah, do you, do you object? <laughs> I like. I maybe I'd rather have Kyler for like maybe this year and maybe yeah, one. Yeah, that's more, that's that's my argument here. Yeah, I, I, for for over a sustained period of time, yeah, that I matters, guys. That. The next two years matters. I'm trying to win a chip. Yeah, I, I think I, I guess. I if I was just my team and I was in a startup, I would. I think those the first three are in a tier. Then there's yep. a slight 
maybe in the same tier. I would take Joe Burrow above any of those three, but like he's clearly fourth. Then I'm into these rushing quarterbacks who you haven't really got into yet, who I think will be your next on the list. Yeah. You're so, uh, oh yeah, sorry, Charlene, go for it before I get into that. Next I also no, I also think uh Dion should be in this tier, but we'll see where he is. Okay. All right. So we're gonna see where he lands. All right. So at six, I've gone with Dak Prescott, seven, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun at eight. So they're all in the same tier. Those guys genuinely splitting hairs. I you could put them all tied at six. Joel, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, on, What do you think? No, no I was not happy I was, about that. I was ready to, you know, where's Deshaun Watson? Where's Deshaun Watson? But you didn't miss him. Um, okay. Again, like I don't know. I'm not going to say anything bad about you know having Dak Prescott and Lamar Jackson as your quarterbacks. Um, well, who, read, can you just read the names again? Sorry, um, there was it was it was. Lamar, Dak, and Deshaun was that it? Yeah, that was the that was that third tier. That what was, was it, three. That, that was in the order. Dak was first. I'd probably go Deshaun, Lamar, Dak, but like I don't. Uh, again, splitting hairs. I don't mind. Nothing wrong with the list. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing better than I list. thought. Uh, here. I haven't been ripped. Yeah, too much. I don't mind the list. I just I I just think they what's almost. Um. If if he was gonna play full season next year, which he isn't, I understand that. Um, and he's he's gonna be suspended for however many games. Could be ten. Could be the full season. I just think he's that good, and he's in that good of a situation as well. That he's. I think he should. He's almost with Joe. I think he'll get six, and then you know how detrimental is the six games to your team is something that you as the person drafting would have to weigh up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good point, Joel. Like Deshaun in Joel's dynasty team is like the perfect, he couldn't be in a, like Joel couldn't be in a better situation with his team and waiting for Deshaun because uh, once all his guys develop and with Joel's future plans, like anything that Deshaun does this year, not going to hurt him in any way. Um, yeah, he so, has been waiting. He's been playing the patient game, and uh, I think he got his reward when he was traded to Cleveland. The, yes, he did. The next tier of guys I got. So I think now I might get a little bit of hate here. So this next tier, and this is the order that I've got them in. I've got number nine, Russell Wilson. Number 10, my boy, Jalen Hurts. Number 11, Trey Lance. And number 12, Aaron Rodgers. So now let me hear it. I know here comes the Jalen Hurts slander. That's fine. You can say what you want, but it's not going to uh, change my mind. Why? I want to hear why you've put him there first. Yeah, good call. Okay, so why I've got him there. So he was basically on track this season before he missed a couple of games with that ankle injury. He was on track to finish as a top five quarterback. Would we agree? These fantasy points per game, he was basically a top five quarterback. Yep. Per game, yeah. Yeah. Um, by all indications, the Eagles aren't drafting a quarterback this year. They've got plenty of draft capital. They're in all the talks to take one of these elite wide receivers. Um, he's shown he's got an elite ceiling. He's an incredibly good rusher of the football. Scores plenty of rushing touchdowns um, and just developed as a passer from year one to year two. 
I think people aren't giving Jalen Hurts enough credit for where he was as a passer last year. Sorry, his first season and then where he was last year. If he can then take that to another level and improve again, I think Jalen Hurts' ceiling is up there with the likes of Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. He puts himself into that tier. If they can win enough games, like he dragged them kicking and screaming to the playoffs. And then if he can develop as a passer, what what's to say he's not on that level? If he's going to be still be putting up those fantasy points, regardless of what you think of him as an NFL quarterback, those passing numbers come along that little bit more. He's there. He's there with those guys. We're talking fantasy points, you know. We don't play real football. We're here playing fantasy football. And, you know, you get points for how many touchdowns he throws and how many rushing touchdowns he gets. And I think it's going to be a lot of them. Joe, uh, what, what do you think about his defense of his boy? Sorry, I was going to let you go first. Um, yeah, I agree for this year he's fine. But what do you do when Philadelphia take Bryce Young or CJ Stroud in the draft next year? Yeah, no, that, but that's my point. I understand that's a real possibility, but I actually think he's a good a real like how Like, you've ranked him over Aaron Rodgers. I, I can't sit here and... Oh, Aaron Rodgers and is like 3,800 years old. No, he's like, what, 34? You've gone the wrong way. What about, like, you've let, you, haven't, you haven't said Trevor Lawrence yet. If we did this podcast 12 months ago, Trevor Lawrence would have been in the Joe Burrow category. I didn't have him there. I had him at, well, 10 at the beginning of last year. You know, if we're going back towards our startup ranking, my startup rankings when we made our draft, I had Trevor Lawrence down at 10. <laughs> Even Russell Wilson's been in the league like 10 but, years. Yeah, but like what I'm saying with Aaron Rodgers, like I get what you're saying, Joe, and that I, I completely agree. But it's just knowing that I can, I'm going to have three plus with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, I don't know if they're going to be top 10 or, or they're going to be top five, top three even. But with, with Hertz, he can be good this year fantasy-wise. Because that's what he is. He's great at scoring fantasy points. But as a quarterback, as an actual quarterback, I, I can't you can't sit here and tell me that you he's gonna be their franchise quarterback for for the next three to five years. And just knowing that with the guys that you've ranked above him, I can't I can't justify having him above them. Because there's just the future is too unknown. For even because most of his points come from running and come come from rushing, sorry, and his his just last year he was gonna like you said he was gonna be a top five quarterback, but he got hurt because he runs all the time. He actually got he tackled gets most in the pocket on that injury. Just want to be clear. Okay, uh, <laughs> sure, sure, but look that. That's that's all I'm saying, and and then and then with what Joel's saying, I I agree with that as well because that's a guy that was taken with the first pick, like it wasn't it, it and it's Trevor Lawrence, you know, it's like a man. You can we can sit here, and, you know, we can say hey Trey Lance, Justin Justin Fields, like whatever, but but like it's it's hard for me to to not know what what could happen with him because he's they haven't they haven't shown that and he hasn't shown that he's going to be there for the next even you don't even 
next year. He's still going to be the starter. You know, I, I get he took them to the playoffs and, and he got smacked by the Tampa Bay, but it's like, I, I just can't, I can't imagine him being being a Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback for four years to come. And that's that's where, because it's a, a, a dynasty rankings, that's where I, I I can't I can't put him there. Yeah, I think that is where we that is where we differ, and there's nothing wrong with that as well. Um, it's probably something that you know listeners should take note of. If you do have people in your league that you know you differ, and you think that someone you know is like if someone else in our league had 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 Jalen Hurts, and they were of the belief of what you guys are, that the first thing I'd be doing is going to trade for Jalen Hurts. So it's about finding differences in opinion in your league and sort of exploiting that as well. Um, obviously, Joel's going to want us to mention this name now. Actually, the next two names. So at 13 and 14, I have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Obviously, doesn't have Justin Fields anymore. Did earlier on in this season. And then to round out that tier, I have Matthew Stafford at 15. Have you obviously, said Trey Lance yet? Trey Lance was at 11, in between Jalen Hurts and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, shit. Hold the phone. Let's go back and ask for Trey Lance. Um, why is Trey Lance that high? I think Trey Lance is that high because he was the number three overall pick. The San Francisco 49ers traded up three first-round picks to go and get him. In the one game we saw, I believe he was a top 12 quarterback the week, the one week that he played, and he rushed for about 80, 90 yards in that game. I think that his ceiling's incredibly high. He's got a massive arm. You know, just something like something that resembles only, you know, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, if we're talking arm talent. Um, I think that his ceiling is just so, so high. I don't even want to say he's the starter yet. I can't imagine taking Trey Lance before, like, I don't know, Russell Wilson. Um, I don't have him ahead of Russell Wilson. I'm just saying they're in the same tier. I just can't see that happening. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm lower on Trey Lance than other people. Looking at the sleeper ADP, Trey Lance 17 average draft position. Deshaun Watson, 22 average draft position. That is crazy. Oh, that absolutely is. Like, that's... You're reaching so hard on Trey. Like, you hope you have to have... Trey Lance has to be as good as Lamar Jackson for you to like get any value back on that pick. And that's nothing. That's something that I don't want to say is going to happen. Yeah, it's yeah. a fair assessment, but I just see yeah, it. I personally just think he's that he's going to be that good. I think with the weapons that they're going to put around him and the system they're going to put around him, I think he's um just he's going to succeed. I think he that looked that good. He looked fine. He did. I think that. With what both of you are saying, I'm I'm split right in the middle. Like I agree with both of what you guys are saying about him because I I I I bought into Trey Lance as well, like earlier last year, because he does because of what Frank was saying. But then I traded him because of what Joel was saying. So I think I think that he's definitely I think that he's for me he's above Fields and Lawrence, but for now, but I can't having him in at, at 11 for your rankings, Frank, is just is a bit too high. So like, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the middle of what you, both of you are saying. Uh, Cause he's got everything. Like he's got the 
the, the three draft picks and he's got the coach and, and the system and everything like that. And he was a top 12 quarterback when he did start. And he didn't throw a touchdown, did he? I don't. It, from memory, I don't no. think he did. I don't, so I don't think so he, you think 11's, I, you guys think 11's too high. If we were to switch, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Trey yeah. Lance, that puts Trey Lance at 12. The three guys I named just before that are below him are Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Matthew Stafford. Are you taking any of those guys above Trey Lance? I just think the idea of Trey Lance is better than Trey Lance. That's fair. I, yeah, I can, that's I, I that's can fair try. enough. The, but the up you have to you have to pay for that upside sometimes. Yeah, yeah I, and I I'm, I would definitely pay. I would pay. Um, uh, like I would pay that over the guys that you just said. I'd pay that over. Um, Fields and Lawrence. Yeah, so is there any disagreements on that Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Matthew Stafford tier? Obviously, Matthew Stafford's a very different player to those two. He's going to give you fantasy points right away. You know, you're probably going to have a top 10 quarterback there while he's in LA um, straight away. But then Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields obviously got that upside and longevity. Just for the people at home, this is exactly where I put Hurts, this tier right here. Yeah, that's that's not that's fair enough. The only reason I've got him above that and that tier above is because we've seen Jalen Hurts produce at an elite level. That's the difference for me. It's like, what's this? Why does Trevor Lawrence or yeah. Justin Fields have more job security than Jalen Hurts? I understand that they were number one overall pick, but Trevor Lawrence was awful. Justin Fields was close to awful. Jalen Hurts was good, and he was a second round pick. But he was a second I've- round pick. Yeah, with uh, if we're gonna break it down with Lawrence, it's because he's the first overall pick, and they're trying everything to put pieces around him. They're not doing a great job, but they're trying. And then with Fields, I can just see even he's got nothing to work with. But I, from the little bits of of um, like when he has some like been good it's just the the future just looks brighter as a as a quarterback talent compared to Jalen Hurts like he watching him it, it hurts sometimes <laughs> that was a good one I didn't even try um but yeah so uh that, and that's why like I, I get what you're saying but that's why I rank him above those guys. And then with Trey Lance, I rank him above Hurts just because of all the arguments you just said of why you put him at 11. So, uh, and then with Stafford, uh, you could argue he's he's almost over all of these guys because of, you know, you don't know if these guys are all going to bust. Whereas Stafford, he's, gonna, he's still going to play another three plus years maybe. Uh, so... It's just it's those things that make me uh, would rather buy into those guys. If if I'm a if I'm a like win now type of uh, like dynasty team, I'm I'm picking Hurts over um, like these guys. But just as 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 a as a rankings, I would definitely pick those guys over Hurts. Yeah, and then well, at least at least make a case for it. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. I, I can't disagree, but, you know, you guys know how I feel about my boy Jalen. Um, this next tier, I'm going to call this one the Joel Amor tier because it's got before two you, players he loves. Oh, sorry, go for it. Before you get to my tier, 
Um, there was ceiling plays for Justin Fields. That's what, you know, that run, that, you know, I think it was a 20-yard touchdown run. Like, it, even that game against Pittsburgh on that Monday night, he looked like he could be really good. And like, I don't need to see it all the time. I just need you to, like, show me in spots that you can be really good in your rookie year, and that's what Fields Exactly. Did. Exactly. And that that's that's what I was trying to say when I was putting him up against Fields, but Joel said it perfectly. Yeah, so I've got in this... Like, do you, Wait, 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 Frank. Sorry, sorry. You sorry. Do you... Do you, do you not like what? What do you do? You see those flashes of of fields? Do you, uh, tell me when you have seen that out of Jalen Hurts. You know, do you, you you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so I've seen it in Jalen Hurts. We're, we're talking fantasy. Like I'm not talking NFL quarterback. If I'm an NFL GM, I'd take Justin Fields. Probably take Trevor Lawrence. You take you know Trey Lance over these guys. But if we're talking about fantasy points, we've seen Jalen Hurts do it before. We're going to get at okay. least next year. And then uh, I believe that he's going to make a progression as a passer. And that means we're going to see that for the longevity as well. Um, but I understand that, you know, but I've seen, you've seen Jalen Hurts make some big time throws as well. Like, you know, he torched the Broncos when we came to mile high. We got a good defense. Like he came and torched us and beat us down in our home stadium. Like he also went and played, you know, there was also, he dragged them to the playoffs. There's plenty of games where he single-handedly just won games for them. He was the entire offense. So I think um, that we're not giving him enough credit for that personally. Okay. I just wanted to see. Yeah, it's a bit of a cop-out answer, but, you know, it will take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'm going to give you a chance to now uh, speak about a couple of your boys here. So at uh, number quarterback 16, I have Mac Jones, quarterback 17, Zach Wilson, and Joel's favorite player in the entire NFL at quarterback 18, I have Tua Tagovailoa. Fire away, Joel. This is a really, these are your areas here. Wow. Yeah, these are my areas. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you didn't have Tua above either of those two. Um, above who? Mac what? Jones, low ceiling. Yeah. If Mac Jones, oh, said it some <laughs> last time about Mac Jones, I'm not going to go there. But I'm not going to disagree with what he said. What's Mac Jones? If his name wasn't Mac Jones and he had any other person had that rookie season, we'd be all over who are Mac Jones. Next Tom Brady, this, blah, 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 that. No. He's just a good quarterback and he's young. You're going to get him for 10 years. Um, what's wrong? Why not Mac? Oh, completely no, I mean, but he could be the next. He's Brady. got no weapon. I don't think he is. He's just I don't, Kirk Cousins, and like I don't think Kirk Cousins for ages. I think if any, if he had any other name, he had Charlie and Baker. I'd still think the same thing. <laughs> I don't, and that's a great name. But I, he's just he he's just a, a high floor, low ceiling guy. I don't I don't know how you can how you see a bit more. Like I get. I get there were games where, you know, they they made sure to, you know, uh, not make him do as much. Like the complete the game where they ran the ball 50 times and he threw the ball three times. Yeah, heaps of fantasy Exactly. Points. But there's there's kind of they like truth in that. No, but there's truth, that there's truth in that. You can't, like, I, I like. You can't pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. Because it's like... They won if, the game. If, he didn't have to throw. 
What we're trying to make we do that with Tom up. Brady though. If you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna sit here and say, oh, if he had any other name, everyone would be calling him the next Tom Brady. They that would never happen with Tom. And then, and back when they were, back when Tom was rookie and he was oh not a rookie, but when he was first starting everything, he was like the defense back then, like touchdowns and wide receivers stats were not as high as they were now. So uh, that's where, that's where I, that's why I disagree just because I think Mac is just, I, I think he's a great player, a great quarterback, and he's going to, this is a perfect place for him because he's not, he's not flashy and he's not going to turn the ball over. Like he's, he's going to have very low interception, like stats at the end of the year, but he's just not going to throw that many TDs. Uh, that's just that's just what I think. So the high floor, low ceiling is perfect. That's I think he can throw. What what would you over under touchdowns, Mac Jones? For next year, or for, for he's just going like, to throw more than year. like in a seventeen game season. He's not going to throw two touchdowns per game. Like he's throwing and, under 34 and, touchdowns. He's probably under with, 30 touchdowns. 34 is a very high number. Yeah, so and he's throwing out, but I'm saying like, I don't think he'll ever throw 34 touchdowns in a season. Because with with your argument as ever. he's going to play the next 10 years and he's going to be the starter there, but Bill's never had, like uh, apart from that Randy Moss here with Tom, he's never had like a high-powered High flying offense. He's and because he doesn't, he, one, he doesn't draft wide receivers well. And then when he goes and pays him, look at who he pays. And and the only other way to justify this is they're going to draft another Gronk and another Aaron Hernandez. And they're just not going to do that. Like, I, I, that's where those arguments I can't, I can't see being. Like getting better, you know. Have you ever heard the name Devonte Parker? <laughs> I have, and I don't like it. I don't know. I just think Mac Jones is going to be okay. The only thing I'll cop is the rushing upside. He's not going to have many rushing. Yeah. Well. Oh, okay. Thanks, genius. Look at him. Of course, he's not going to have many rushing yards. Um. But I think as a passer in the league, he will be fine. You, you put back Jones as your quarterback too, and you're not going to be in a bad spot for your dynasty roster for the next five to ten years. Yeah, but I don't know. You look no, at the teams I, I around agree. our league. Charlene's rolling out Joe Burrow and Aaron Rodgers. I'm rolling out Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts. You know, Matt's rolling, going to be rolling out Trey Lance and and uh, Lamar Jackson, you got Andy rolling out Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. Is Mac Jones as your quarterback two going to be enough? That's how I'm saying it. Yeah, I just I don't he's going to be a QB twelve to fifteen. I mean, not every like you know. There's twelve man rosters teams out there. There's fourteen team rosters. I think Mac Jones is going to be a safe quarterback two for your fantasy team. That's all I'm saying. He's not going to you know and. In good matchups, he's going to obviously score good points. Like when Mac Jones, when Mac Jones has to had to stand up last year and throw for t- yards and throw touchdowns in key situations, he did. You watch that Dallas drive in the last like two minutes. He threw like he had like a two minute drill, 
70 yard touchdown to Kendrick Bourne. He was good. Like, there's yeah, nothing. I know. Wrong I agree with that. I agree with that too. I'm not I saying he's he a bad player. In, and in the rookie Did you watch that Colts game? Yeah, which one? No, they lost well, that game, didn't he? Yeah, he kind of sucked in yeah. that, didn't he? But he came back, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he kind of did a little bit. You know. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. I just don't think there's upside with Matt Jones. Well, let's go to upside and let's start talking about Mr. Upside, Zach Wilson. Yeah, Broadway, the complete Zach opposite. Yeah, I think that's the reason why I've got him at 17. Because if he's improved. anything that they thought he was coming out of the draft, then he's obviously got upside, but he didn't show it. You mean Pat Mahomes 2.0? <laughs> no, I think he showed it. He was good the second half of the year. You look at those first eight games, it was like two touchdowns, seven picks or something. And the last like eight games, it was like, Nine touchdowns, two picks. Yeah, like, but it looked that like is... Drew, it looked like Drew Locke's rookie season. No, it didn't. And Zach Wilson was like two overall, and he had no weapons. And now they're going to get like Drake London or someone good, and you uh, know all their well, players he will be healthy. With Eli Moore and the season, so of course going to be good. <laughs> anyway, Zach Wilson will be. You remember that fifty-yard touchdown run he had? Gee, he looked. Fast and just <laughs> yeah, we, everyone thought he's getting run down. And he just kept going, just yeah. kept going, wouldn't stop. And the Jets are so due to be good, and they have two top ten picks. <laughs> they oh, are due. They're the so time. due. I, I like that argument. I like that they're due to be good. Yeah, they're due to have a quarterback like become good. So if it's Zach Wilson, that wouldn't shock me. No, yeah. I, 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 I think he's tour. all upside. Who? Oh, can we get to tour? Yes, he we can get sucks. to Tua. So he number 18, so below sad. those guys, we've got Tua. We know how you feel about Tua, but he's got elite oh. weapons. We can't deny that he has elite weapons now. Yeah, but gee, sucks. <laughs> that that <laughs> end of argument. That's actually the end of all Joel has to say. So do you think that do you think that if Mac Jones and Tua swapped? Mac Jones would do better and Tua would do worse. Didn't Mac their... Jones win the national title and Tua didn't? Yeah, no, I'm talking about the NFL though. If... Well, I'm talking Tua... about that's my argument. <laughs> Sir. I... But, like, if they Your were highness. both... <laughs> if they were both swapped, I can't... I, I don't think... He's that bad. That Tua. he's that much work. Yeah, because like he, I don't, I, I, I agree he's not good. I agree he's not the, oh. the best. Y- you I, you think? I'm not gonna sit. I'm not gonna sit here and just absolutely shit on him because he's we not Matt that bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, this would be a perfect, perfect one for him because he'd just be on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. But because I agree he's not great, and I think that is. <laughs> Ceiling is like Jimmy G, but Jimmy G isn't that bad. Yeah, I agree. He's Jimmy never been top Tua. twelve quarterback in fantasy. Yeah, neither's Tua, and no. he never will be. <laughs> but I just—he's not as bad as Joel is saying. That's what. That's all. That's all my argument is here. I'm not going to sit here and say Tua's going to come in. He's going to have Tyree. He's going to have this guy and that guy, and he's going to be—he's going to almost be top ten because he's not. But. I can't wait until uh, we see the names who you have a uh, behind to us. Yeah, that's true. Hey, let, true. Let's go. Let's, let's All right. 
So this tier, this is basically a big tier now. This goes from 19 to 26, but there is an order I want to sort of get you guys to realize as well That's before good. you start ripping trades, okay? So yeah, at 19, yeah, I've got Derek Carr. He does. 20, I have Kirk Cousins. 21, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, he sucks. 22, your boy Joel, Mitchell Trubisky. You have trubed at 22. (laughs) Yes, I do. 23, Carson Wentz. Where's Malik Willis? No, so the rookies aren't in here yet. I should have made that clear to everyone. I thought that was pretty clear. So the rookies aren't in here. They're going to shake up these rankings totally. So I'm not going to put them in until we find their home. Especially the QB ones. So so 23, (laughs) Carson Wentz. 24, your boy Danny Dimes. 25, Matt Ryan. And 26, Jameis Winston. Where's Tom Brady? Funny you say this. Tom Brady must have been retired when I wrote this. That's really <laughs> – okay. I'd have to put Tom Brady above <laughs> Mac – maybe above Mac Jones, like in that Zach Wilson to a Mac Jones tier because you don't That's know how long he's going to keep playing for, probably like one year. One year. You, yeah, you'd, have the, you'd have Tom Brady for one year over Zach Wilson and Mac Jones? No, no, no. I'd have them in that tier below two us. I'd probably have him ahead of Kirk. Car, Tannehill, Troops, Wentz. I take one year of elite production. I wouldn't. That's just me. I we suppose. just play differently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I like I like having Tommy. You've got Troops very high, and I love Troops. I've got again. It's another sort of the same thing coming out with me. Like Troops this year with Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Pratt Frymuth, Najee Harris. <laughs> We saw him in fantasy he's he's very, very usable. Like, would it shock do, do anyone have, if he finishes like want, quarterback twelve? Do you want him? I don't want <laughs> him. He wouldn't. I've like, why would I want him when I've got Carson Wentz one spot below already on my roster? Yeah, Carson. And Wentz. you're really drumming up troops like he's something, and you know, I'll sell yeah. him. <laughs> no, let, let him go. He's still going. Who, Frank or troops? <laughs> Now, Frank, talking about troops, no? No, 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 I'm, no, I'm done I'm with like, troops. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, oh, he's, he's going to put up fantasy points. Like, he's going to be a usable quarterback this year, whether you like it or not. And I don't really I mean, like think... it, but you got to put him there. He's still so young. What like... is he, 26 years old? Oh, Frank, I was starting quarterback. Yeah, and I remember like three episodes ago, I said he'll show the world why he was drafted above Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Who's laughing yeah, now? I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> that was good. Uh, it feels like nothing too controversial has been said in this tier. I'm not getting too much hate. So it's Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, Matt Ryan, Jameis after Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, they're all boring names. They're all kind of crap. I'd have Kirk Cousins over the most of them, though. In yeah, a no, and I do. no, and I do have Kirk Cousins. No, I'd have, guys. No, I have Derek first. Uh, oh, yeah, Derek. Derek, Derek yep. That's how I've got it. Derek, Kirk, Tannehill, Troops. Then it's Wentz, Jones, Ryan, Winston. And I don't like Wentz, but you got to have him here, I guess. I don't like Matt Ryan. He's washed. Yeah, I agree Matt he's, Ryan's he's washed, washed. But, you know, in Colts, Mock Pittman, he could put together, you know, a meddling sort of year. Um, I agree. One thing I do want to add about Carson Wentz, they could add, you know, the likes of Traylon Burks. They could add 
Chris Olave, they could add Garrett Wilson. They're in a position to add a wide receiver that's going to give him, you know, very, very good weapons alongside Scary Terry. So that's the reason Unless why they, they, could add, as well. they could add whoever. He's still Carson Wentz. Oh, you were going to say you're going to go that Almost way. MVP Carson Wentz. I was going to say, unless good. they teleport him back to 2016, I don't want Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to do another tier break here. So we've got 27 through 30. So these next four names I've got Baker Mayfield at 27, Davis Mills at 28, Woo. Jordan Love. Yeah at 29, and Jimmy G at 30. Are there any names that you'd have above those four disgusting, stinky, terrible quarterbacks, Joel? Um, I don't know if it's just me, but I would have all those four names in the above tier, and some of them are probably better than the people you mentioned in that tier. What, just like Davis Mills, is that the only guy you're talking about? Jordan Love. Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G. All of them. So that's all of them. No, not Davis Mills. Yes. So there's a three of them all above. Of them. Above what? Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr, Tannehill, or no? Nah, keep going. No. Nah. Trubisky. Yeah, no. Nah, keep going. Wentz. There, we're getting there. <laughs> Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah, and we're really in the thick of it now. What about Matt Ryan and Jameis? That's probably where you'd have. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I can't. I can't hate that. Would you wait? Can I? Can you read out those names? And I want to see um, the love. I can uh, like your guys' opinions on Jordan Love. Like, who would you take? Would you take Jordan Love or this guy? So all those names you've read out, would you take Jordan Love out of or like those those guys, or where would you stop, Joe? Um, so he's saying Jordan guys. Love over Ryan and Winston. Baker yeah. and Mills, is that right? Yeah. I think I don't know. I, I don't hate Baker. I don't know. Like Baker's gets a lot of like. I know everyone will probably think I hate Baker because I'm glad he's out of there for the Sean Watson. But I think Baker's, you know, fine. He's got to go somewhere. Yeah. I, you have to bury him that low because right now he is a backup quarterback. Yeah, but he's gonna yeah. get a job somewhere. He's too good not to. But like, if you're a team that needs a quarterback, let's say next year, after all the draft picks are taken and everything, I can't see it being a very good situation. And he was just for the last two years, he was in. It couldn't be a better situation, and he didn't. He didn't do anything. I think the only thing that could make Baker Mayfield more attractive is if Mitchell Trubisky completely flops in Pittsburgh and it's Baker Mayfield in Pittsburgh. And then they pick up, yeah, probably, yeah. It's the only thing. Or he he flops halfway through or he gets injured and then they got nothing else, so they sign him maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, it's not many places where it can just be, like, great for Baker. Like, there's no upside or floor. (laughs) <laughs> anyway like exactly it just sucks everywhere yeah okay we're getting now you confused here he doesn't have to be good he has to be more fantasy relevant than Jameis Winston and Matt Ryan uh, yeah. wait, wait. where where he's where not going to be that? fantasy relevant backing up Deshaun Watson that's my that's to, my if, point if, even even right now he goes to Carolina would you pick him and Carolina over those two guys yes Really? 
I might, I might, yeah, if he was, but he's not right now. But that's the thing. He's not. He's currently on the Cleveland Browns. I and if he went that. to Seattle, he'd be like so much higher than them. It's not funny. But he's yeah, not okay. going. Okay, I get it. I'm just saying, like, situation, <laughs> talent over situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair. Well, no, you, you guys completely, you can't completely ignore my Jordan Love thing. Can, can we go back to Jordan Love? Oh, okay, so I Jordan Love. Love. He's fine. He's okay. okay. Would you have Jordan Love over James Winston? Yes. Matt Ryan. I wouldn't. Yes. Because Jordan Love's, again, behind Aaron Rodgers for three years if he's not traded. You're ruining the game, Frank. Keep going, Charlie. <laughs> All right. Uh, who, was, uh, who was after James? Uh, Carson Wentz. Yes. All uh, right. Who, but who, Jordan Love over Carson Wentz? Is that what you just said? Yeah. That's disrespectful. Carson Wentz sucks, and we don't know if Jordan Love completely sucks yet. But let's be clear, we think he does. Yeah, we think he does, but we're not sure. I don't I don't know. I don't even think he does. Positive Carson Wentz sucks. Uh, how where what are you gonna tell me? That one Chiefs game, you're gonna tell me he sucks. Yeah. Oh, he, no. He sucked pretty bad. <laughs> that's, a, nah. that's a terrible no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I don't think he sucks. Like I think it's a cool it's a it's a funny thing to say that he sucks. Like, everyone laughs because they took him in the first round of, of when they had Aaron Rodgers. But when he does get traded, uh, I don't think he's gonna be gonna be bad. I think he's gonna be all right. Um wait, let, who was above Carson Wentz, Frank? Um, above Carson Wentz, we had Trebuckets, Tannehill. Would you have, would you have him over those two? Mm, you skipped over Daniel Jones, and I think that's where about the line is. Daniel Jones, all right, I like that. Okay, I like Daniel Jones has like new coach, um, you know, all this new system, upgrade the offensive line. Surely, you know. This is it for this. I mean, this is the year for Daniel Jones and Trubisky. Like, this is it. If they bust, it's no, like I, and Carson. They're well, terrible as well. Carson Wentz already sucks. I've seen him suck. He's no, dead. no, but I'm, uh, he's going to completely be done if he does nothing this year. Like, he's here done. he is completely done. Like, there's no, no one's going to give him another shot after this year. Like, if he doesn't do something, uh, he's going to be a backup. Like, he's, he's, he's not going to do anything. Interjection. Carson Wentz, quarterback 14 in fantasy last year. Very usable. No, but, but they hated him. Quarterback and that's 14. What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is they hated him so much after one year, they got rid of him. And this team picked him up. If he does the same thing, even though he was all right, I don't, he, I don't know what he does. I don't know who, what he says to these people, but they don't like him. Yeah, no, I actually agree. He needs to perform this year. Like, like he, he, he has needs to, to win football games. Yeah, and if he doesn't, like, just like Daniel Jones, just like Trebuckets, like, they're done. So, um, that question. Here's a fun yeah. one. Would you rather own Jordan Love, who you probably have to stash for, like, a couple more years until you know, or do you want to hold, like, would you rather own, like, Trubisky, Daniel Jones... Um, these type of names, who if they suck, you can probably drop. 
or would you rather keep the like hold the hope of Jordan Love being good? But you that's don't totally team dependent. Definitely, that's team dependent because you could every now and then you could probably spot start Daniel Jones. You know, you could spot start Mitchell Trubisky when you need it on bye weeks, things like that. Where Jordan Love's giving you none of that. So just yeah, that, team. Yeah, because like for me, Jordan Love on my team. I would rather have those guys that Frank's talking about because if one of my quarterbacks go down and I need someone to play there. Go on, Joel, I make the trade. Make the trade. Jordan yeah. Love for Trubaka or Jones. I'd probably tend to do Jordan Love to, to, to risky live on the air. Well, you know, I'm not going to actually do it, but gee, it's tempting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just because, like, but I get, I get what you're saying, Joel. I, I think if my team was... If I, I had more of a future, I'd definitely sit on Jordan Love just to answer your question. Because I think I think he's actually he's actually all right. He's just gotta give he's just gotta get a chance and, and a, a few more years under his belt. I don't think he like uh he's not he's Trey gonna Lance. Show why, he's gonna show why he was drafted before who was he drafted before. I don't know. Who was some of the good wide receivers? I can't remember Michael, but Pittman. It was, it was... Michael Pittman and T. Higgins, that was the two. He's going to show why he's more fantasy relevant than T. Higgins. <laughs> yeah, top like 12 dynasty wide receiver. Yep. I just wish he went somewhere to see if he was actually good, not to like that whole situation was so bad. Like if if Mike Pittman went to Green Bay, like it would be so like just swap it and you just swap, you know, like they take Jordan Love instead. Like it just makes so much more sense, man. They, they, what, what, um, freaking random kid from Australia. But these people that do this for a living every day, like, oh, who we draft in in the first round this year, boys? Let's uh, let's let's have five hundred meetings before we do it. Man, they draft yeah, Jordan Love. Can't wait to fuck it again and not take a receiver. I, oh, I'm so I know to happen. I know that they're not like I don't know what they're gonna do, but because I remember how uh, excited. Ben was when they traded um, Devontae Adams because that's what he wanted. Yeah. If you think he's been bullshitting before that, he actually was 100%. He wanted to get rid of Tay because he, the rest of his team, just like Zadarius Smith, he wanted those two gone so that he could keep the, the majority of his team and Aaron Rodgers. And that's what they did. But then he thought because they had all that money, they were going to turn Devontae Adams' contract into, like, two good, solid receivers. But all they've done is get Sammy Watkins. <laughs> yeah, and that's where I've got no idea what the fuck they're doing. Like, to, when, they, when they first trade him, I'm like, okay, fair enough. Uh, I, I can, there's quite a few receivers on the market right now. And then they, they didn't pick up one. They didn't even try. I've got no idea. Who's in that front office, bro? But it's, they're, they're very funny. They, uh, they hate wide receivers. It's hilarious. Yeah, I really think they do. And you know what? You're gonna, you guys, are gonna hate more. The last two names I'm gonna finish our episode with. So at quarterback it's 31, be Sammy Scrambles and 32. It's your boy Sammy Scrambles, and then at 32, my boy Drew Locke, Seattle starting quarterback for next season. So that's the last two last two names. They've gone 32 names deep. There are a few names, uh, honorable mentions, Jared Goff, Marks Mariota, Teddy Bridge, and Gardner Minshew. Outside of that, he 
you've got the likes of Taysom Hill, Kyle Trask, uh, Tyler Huntley, Mason Rudolph. These names are no, very, very Mariota. far away. Marcus Mariota has to be above Sam Darnold and um, Drew Locke. I guess I think that this was actually again, again written and... before he was signed. Okay. I don't want to, you know, get into a huge Marcus Mariota argument because, you know, yeah, let's not spend 20 minutes talking you, about Marcus Mariota. But, like, you know, oh, if a Marcus Mariota truth is out there, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Team Marcus. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up today's episode? It has been a big one. We've gotten through quite a lot there. I hope there's a lot for the listeners to take in. Yeah, else, just as, yeah, just two are still very high. Justin Herbert, very low. Um, but, yeah, that's all. Yeah, you guys didn't hate my rankings as much as I thought. I must be uh, pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, you had your Frank vibes. The yeah, Frank things on it a bit. Yeah, but I want to make clear is the I don't have them high because they're on my team. They're yeah, on my do. team because I have you them do. high. No. Nah. No. You don't Disagree. believe it. We, we see right through you. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully the listeners don't. Listeners, I believe this wholeheartedly, all right? Let's uh, win some fantasy championships. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at NFL Fantasy Addict. And be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you don't miss a second of the action.